so, so today, well, we wait for the slides to upload. Uh, we, we work, we now have about 50 or 60 UK SAND mission personnel, about 350 international workers, and then we have about 60 workers who are working the support ministry in office. BMS started as the uh, Baptist Mission Society in the early days where they sent uh, William Carey to India. And then for many years, we work in other countries as well. So now we look at global mission trends and the local church landscape. Next slide. We are shaped by our past as we look to the future. Next slide. And this was the uh, looking at mission in the 21st century, what we look at some of the trends. The next slide. And that's William Carey when I visited it in Bangladesh. His picture is still there. Next slide. And this is a picture of the hospital in in chart in Guinea too. as we look into the future of BMS, it's no longer from the west to the rest, but participating with local mission movements. Next slide. So mission, we say one of the big theme is to look at mission from everyone to everywhere. So in BMS, we try to decentralize the power from the court to see how we can work in partnership with our churches in Asia, in Africa, in Latin America, as part of a network of global mission. So the leadership is increasingly shared across these new centers of influence. Next slide. We look at three main focus, what we call the least evangelized, most marginalized, and people on the move. So today, BMS, out of seven ministries, we say we will look at countries with less than 5% Christians. So many we work in Muslim countries, Buddhist, Hindu countries. And then secondly, we look at what we call the most marginalized, looking at United Nations Development Poverty Index, and BMS tried to work in 10 out of the 20 poorest countries in the world. So we work in places like Chad, uh, Northern Uganda, uh, Mozambique, Guinea, uh, North Korea, Afghanistan, Bangladesh. So mainly through all those health, development, education, we work in the poorest countries in the world. So missionaries is not just least evangelized, planting churches, which is mainly through the local churches, but also we do a lot of work in terms of poverty, uh, elevation, and, uh, and development work. We, in the last uh, three years, we have now started a third track, what we call People on the Move, and I'll show a few slides relating to migration from Sub-Saharan Africa going up to North Africa. We now work with the European Baptists looking at how European churches can welcome migrants, what we call people on the move. So I am on the tour visiting churches to update you that BMS is not just stuck, no change in mission strategy, but there's a lot of changes in the world that we invite local churches to participate in these changing mission trends. Let's look at our next slide. So this is, seems like a simple uh, graph, 
but it says from 1900 to say 2010 and beyond, uh, we, we say that the global percentage of Christians have not really gone beyond the one-third barrier percentage. So about 33% of Christians. Now, on the one hand, we hear about all these wonderful stories of Christians coming to the Lord in Africa or Latin America, but overall, uh, the, the numbers have not really changed. It's just that they have shifted. You know, Christianity, which was a center in Europe, have declined in Europe, but then it grew in Africa and other parts. But the percentage of Christians have not really gone above the 30%. And in terms of world religions, in terms of Hinduism, Buddhism, within the heart of Islam, uh, generally just 1% or 2% of Christians coming from world religions. So the mission is still needed, but we really need to say, what's the future of mission if God is raising new mission movements? But bear in mind this graph. Next slide. Part of the big shift in Christian mission is that we find that uh, in the past, say 70, 80%, 100 years ago, of Christians are in the Western world, but today what we call the global south in the non-Western world. Majority of Christians are in a kind of the southern hemisphere. But the income, the, the percentage of income, say over 38%, almost 70% are still in the global north. So what's the future of mission in terms of partnership where Christian movements and churches are mostly from the global south, but the history of mission, the expertise, resources, financially are still in Europe, in North America, in Australia. So the future is surely seeking for mission agencies like BMS to reposition ourselves, where we bring partnership together with the global south churches. Next slide. So mission is still, we say, in the least evangelized region, looking at the green color are the predominantly Muslim countries, the sort of pink Hindu countries, orange or saffron Buddhist countries. So these are still uh, the great need in mission. So 60% of the world's population are in Asia, and uh, if Christianity is 30%, over majority of the world religions are found in Asia. So Asia remains a focus for BMS. Next slide. And, and if you look at just one or two statistics of the relationship between Christianity and Islam, so 1,833% of world's population are either Muslims or Christians. In 1970, almost 50%, 49%. And then by 2020, 57% of uh, people who say they are religionists are either Christians or Muslims. And, uh, and the major trends of global uh, world religions is say the two dominant world religions would be the future of engagement between Christianity and Islam. And can we go beyond this confrontation? This, you know, is the future of is Christian uh, engagement with Islam, could that also be found in places like 
St. Andrew in a non-Western world, where Muslims and Christians begin to engage together. And, and this is what we say, the, the, the challenge of mission. And we find in, in, in Africa, for example, the Northern Africa being Islam, Southern Africa being uh, generally Christians, but then their intersection of Christianity and Islam in a more peaceful context, like where I come from, in, in Indonesia, in Malaysia, where you can have a Christian, siblings, family, together in the same family. So this is the future of Christian engagement of Islam uh, with Islam uh, goes beyond uh, the, the, the challenge in Africa. We and BMS continue to be committed to what we call the most marginalized, reminding ourselves that the gospel is often for the poor and that God's preferential option for the poor. This is a quote from David Bosch saying that uh, when we look at mission today, mission is also not just among the least evangelized, but in terms of poverty uh, elevation. So the next slide will show us in a simple way, uh, maybe not so clear. Uh, we, we are not looking at Poverty elevation, in terms of just giving money, but poverty is like a trap. And in many societies, we find that the low growth in economic growth impact a poverty cycle and low levels of education and healthcare, human capital and workforce has low productivity and attract less uh, investment. So this poverty trap in communities, in nations, uh, increasingly for BMS, we are saying that the future is how do we build local capacity? How can people who lack education, lack healthcare, lack social influence, uh, how can the flourishing of lives happen uh, within lower income countries? Next slide. We said the third uh, major focus of BMS is looking at people on the move, 82 million of people who are forcibly displaced people worldwide. I'm sorry, the, the, uh, maybe I hope it's clear enough. There are many refugees and we look at asylum seekers as well as internally displaced people. Next slide. We, maybe we'll skip this and Moving to the next slide. So I think the, 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 the summary is BMS look at least evangelized, most marginalized, and people on the move. And increasingly, mission is done through local mission movements. How can BMS participate in partnership and capacity building with African, Asian, and Latin American churches? So, for example, uh, Danilo come from Brazil for many years. BMS and uh, missionaries from the UK to work in Brazil, but today Brazilian mission movement in partnership uh, with BMS they send over a thousand eight hundred Brazilian, not just Brazilian, but the, the mission force is about a thousand eight hundred. So, the, the new mission movements are coming from. Asia, Africa, and Latin America. But BMS increasingly plays uh, alongside a catalyst in terms of building capacity and building the network of global mission. So I would like to leave that open and say, if these are the, some of the trends, 
maybe if we have another five minutes, any comments or question as you reflect what are the future mission and its implication for a church, a local church like St. Andrew? So it's either you have a question or you have a comment, a contribution for us together. Given in the light of these uh, global trends, uh, what are some implications that we as a church should be thinking about? Yeah, Paul. we have uh, two questions over there. Yes, so I'll go please. to Paul first. I and think you as were As well first. as if you have questions about Lindsay. BMS, I'll be very happy to <laughs> clarify as well. Thank you so much, uh, Kang San. It's wonderful to hear your message. Um, you mentioned... Uh, the, 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 the predominance of the global south being the numbers of people and now all these new, these new missionary movements coming from there. So can you say more about how as a local church we can partner? We maybe have more resources, but how can we build those? What, what are the next steps to build those kinds of partnerships? And related to that too, this morning you talked about the, 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 the demise of the institutional church, but yes. the growth of community. And I loved what you said about that. Yes. Can, can, is, there a, is there a relationship between those two things about yeah. the community life that's going on in the global south, which we can learn from and yes. develop here? Okay. I hope yeah. that's not too confusing a question. No, no, that's good. Yeah. So, so, so I think in the light, so the future mission for BMS is while we try to recruit Western missionaries from the UK, uh, one thing, uh, there are not many <laughs> younger people from the UK. That's, uh, secondly, we find that the average cost of a Western mission workers will be around 50,000 or 60,000 pounds for a couple, and it can be more with children. Thirdly, the average mission workers' term of service overseas is about six years today. So, so this then... When we came and say, do we want to be a mission that spend all our money <laughs> on UK mission workers? Or is the future mission in terms of engagement with world religions within the heart of Islam, Buddhism and Hinduism, is to see indigenous mission discipleship making movement within those religious groups. So in India, for example, uh, in the last 15 years, we have seen discipleship-making movements, uh, rapid growth of churches within this community. Say, in 15, 20 years, we now have about 200,000 uh, followers of Jesus within these Hindu background believers. Now, they are not Baptists. We don't plan Baptist churches to be Western culture, but they are effective local mission movements. So we see this in, in Islamic work, in Hindu background believers. So we say the future mission is for churches in the UK to say that, well, it's okay for us not to send our sons and daughters. It's okay for us to participate in adopting the training and multiplication of this indigenous mission work. So that's one example. And within that is a community life. You know, they, they live, when people come from Islam, they live within those Islamic communities. And, and that is where the gospel uh, are growing within those cultures. It is not an either or. So we still need to send workers, missionaries from the UK. Uh, but we also increasingly say God is working through this. You know, another question or comment? Thank you, Ken Sang. Um, <coughs> 
do you find that uh, governments are open to your people going in or are, are, do you find limitations? And also, um, are the qualifications of people that go increasing? Yes. The requirements? Yeah. Yes to both, isn't it? We all know that uh, the countries that welcome Christian religious workers or missionaries are, are increasingly being closed, except places like Japan or Thailand, uh, even India. Most of Muslim countries will not welcome uh, traditional mission workers. And the qualifications, uh, why should they allow overseas people when increasingly in, in many of these countries, uh, there are local qualified people, both in the church, religious, as well as in so-called secular employment. So we, we, we increasingly say that we need workers within the regions, sending and receiving within the regions rather than from outside. So the outside workers tend to support uh, the training and, and, and the multiplication of work. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Jalu. And then maybe after that, one final question. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we can chat over tea and coffee so that those of you yeah, who need you. to uh, go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Tan. Yeah, Pastor Chen. Uh, I have a question. Uh, uh, during your presentation, I see like uh, BMS has like uh, several kinds of category of the um, core the missionary, like uh, yeah. education or uh, yes. others. Yes. Uh, what's the percentage of uh, like the church planter being yeah. its focus? Because yeah. as far as I understand, the resources are limited. You just yes. uh, uh, mentioned. Yeah. So what's your priority yeah. about your mission? Yes. Like you send your uh, missionary people overseas, by example, uh, yeah. in like in, in Asia. Yeah. Like what uh, you you are church plant or you do like build up a hospital or just do the good deeds? Yeah, this yeah. is my question. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it is important for BMS, we say it's holistic mission. We need to do both. You know, in many countries, we can't just go and preach the gospel without bringing values. So roughly, I think it depends on how you count it, maybe like 30% of our resources uh, put into the least, maybe 30, 40% in the least evangelized world and then maybe 30% to the most marginalized world. So a lot of the church planting and evangelism are done through local church movements. Uh, we send people who train and participate in that. A lot of the UK Western workers tend to be in the more skilled work, education, healthcare, development work. I mean, that's a general, general, yeah. So about 60, 70% of our people are on the the least evangelized and most marginalized, and increasingly we are putting resources to help uh, the people on the move. Yeah. Thank you. Um, okay. There is a last question there, but before that, can I ask one question to bring it back to so St. Andrew's Baptist questions. Church? Two yeah. last questions. <laughs> so we're yeah. here, and as a church, of course, we support BMS, uh, yes. we support other missionaries as well. Yes. But as you look around, you see people from, I don't know, tonight, 20 yeah. different countries, maybe yes. more. Yes. Uh, in our church, we certainly, I think, would have 40 different countries represented and probably all continents. Yeah. And so people come here for a number of years to study and, and we have the privilege to encounter all these new people, which is a great privilege. 
So what do you think, in particular, in light of all that you've said, that we yeah. as St. Andrew's Baptist Church, what is, what is our role here? How can we yes. embody the values that BMS promotes? Yes. yes, and we say all of us are called to be mission-oriented disciples, to be witnesses where we are, and St. Andrew is so privileged that the ends of the earth have come to your Jerusalem, right? Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So mission within this church can encompass us all three. That you, you don't measure church growth in terms of how many people are here. But as you disciple, you touch lives, people such young people as Danilo and others who are baptized, and they go back to the nations. And increasingly, some of these places, we can't send mission workers. And that is a beautiful example of mission in the 21st century. Yeah. Thanks so much. I, I simply wanted to ask in closing, how can we as a church be praying for you and the work that you're doing? Yes, thank you. We, we need to be able to pray for UK churches that as we face the unfinished task, mission is still the responsibility of all of us, both from the global north, but also from the global south. But how can UK churches and agencies like BMS discern the future of mission? And sometimes we are no longer at the centerpiece in control. And that's sometimes difficult because culturally, we are used, we have better education, we have good history, and, and, and the future is to be able to partner humbly. Uh, we, BMS now, we have three values. We say uh, walking humbly, bringing our best, and embracing change, where God is changing the world and all of us can participate in that mission. Thank you so much for your prayers. <laughs>